Last week, we took a look at the Apple ecosystem and some continuity features that keep all of your Apple devices connected, like Universal Clipboard, AirDrop, Handoff, and more. I'll leave a link to that video below. Today, we'll continue taking a look at continuity features within the Apple ecosystem. For the best results, here are some settings you want to take a look at. First, all of your devices should be running the latest software updates and sign in with the same iCloud account with two-factor authentication enabled. Also, Bluetooth should be enabled and all of your devices connected to the same Wi-Fi network. Now, if you don't check all of these boxes, there's still a chance that some of these features may work, so it won't hurt to try anyways. Those in the Apple ecosystem are probably familiar with the blue bubble. Yes, I'm talking about iMessage, but before we take a look at the blue bubbles, let's take a look at those less appealing green bubbles. So regular SMS messages are confined to those green bubbles. You'll usually see these when you're messaging someone who doesn't have an iPhone, like Android users, who are still stuck with the old school short messaging service. Texting pictures to green bubble people, on the other hand, will use the Multimedia Message Service, or MMS for short. You also may encounter a green bubble when you're talking to iPhone users who either don't have iMessage enabled or don't have cellular data. For most of us in the Apple ecosystem, iMessage allows for group chats with more than 10 people, sending large files and read receipts, all features that SMS does not currently support. This is why a lot of Android users prefer using a messaging service like Signal or Telegram. Beyond making just a featured pack messaging service for texting other Apple devices, there are also multiple continuity features. For instance, if you have an iMac or iPad, you can use those devices to send messages as if sending a text message from your iPhone. Then, when someone sends you an iMessage, it's sent to all of your Apple devices. In addition to receiving your iMessages to every device, you can also choose which of your Apple devices you would like your SMS messages forwarded to, but those tools only forward your messages to all of your devices. So if you want to delete a message thread from your iPhone, it will still be on all of your other Apple devices. If you prefer your messages to sync between your devices, then you can enable messages in iCloud. Now, when you delete a message thread on your iPhone, it will be deleted across all of your devices. And there's a lot more to iMessage than that. So look out for a future post on all of iMessage's cool features in more detail. Like iMessage, you can accept FaceTime calls from all of your Apple devices. But did you know you can make and receive normal phone calls from any device? If you hop on your iPhone and open settings, you can choose which devices to forward calls to. Now, when someone calls your cell phone, you can pick up that call on your Mac or iPad. You can also make your cell phone calls from your Mac or iPad by right-clicking on a phone number and choosing Call Using iPhone. So, to unlock your Mac, you have to either enter your password or use Touch ID on your newer MacBook. But, if you have an Apple Watch, you can use Auto Unlock to automatically sign you into your Mac. To enable Auto Unlock on your Mac, Open the Security and Privacy Preference pane, and then go to the General tab. From there, you should be able to enable Use Your Apple Watch to Unlock Apps in Your Mac. Now, when you wake up your Mac, your Apple Watch should unlock it, taking you directly to your desktop. On the flip side, Macs have ruined the convenience of Face ID on your iPhone, but with the future release of iOS 14.5, you can set your Apple Watch to auto-unlock your iPhone. 
So to use auto unlock on your iPhone and Mac, you will need a password set up on your Apple Watch and it must be unlocked before waking up your other device. Other than that, it's a pretty seamless experience. So you're a passenger looking to be productive on your iPad or Mac. Unfortunately, without a Wi-Fi connection, you're limited as to what you can do. But depending on your iPhone's data plan, you can share your mobile data with your other Apple devices. In some cases, the data you use will eat out your standard data allowance, or in other cases, you may be given a dedicated amount of data reserved for your hotspot, while others may not let you use a hotspot feature at all. So check with your cell phone carrier to ensure that it's included with your plan. But if you do have access to hotspot, open your Wi-Fi settings on your iPhone or Mac and choose your iPhone from the list of Wi-Fi networks. To connect any other device to your personal hotspot, open the personal hotspot settings on your iPhone and turn the service on. From the settings, you can change the password needed to connect to your hotspot. Now, any device can connect to your hotspot by choosing your Wi-Fi from the list of Wi-Fi networks and entering your password. This last continuity feature helps tie all the other features together, and that's iCloud. So if you tap on your user profile at the top of settings and select iCloud, you will find all the apps that sync your information through the cloud. This is what creates continuity between these apps on your devices. So if you start writing a note on your iPhone, you can open notes on your Mac or iPad and continue it. Open a new tab and create a bookmark in Safari on your Mac, then find that bookmark and open that tab on your iPhone or iPad. It's the same story for all the apps and able to sync through iCloud. To learn more, check out the video called Lose Your Phone But Don't Lose Your Data. I'll leave a link below to that. So this has been my final part of Apple's continuity features. As you can see, and probably have experienced, Apple devices can communicate in some incredible ways, making switching between your devices seamless. And in the future, you may stumble upon new continuity features, but these features also lock you into the Apple ecosystem, making introducing a new ecosystem like Windows or Samsung into your workflow may be all the more challenging. So thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this video, be sure to like and subscribe and hit the bell icon to be notified of future videos. If you want to learn more about these continuity features, check out the links in the description. Also down there, is links to our website, appleguideweb.com, our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And finally, check out the Apple Guide podcast, where you can listen to these videos in audio form anywhere you listen to podcasts. Once again, thank you so much for watching, and we will see you next week.